This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 33rd Sunday of the Church's year, the 19th of November. If you're someone who likes to have the latest app on your phone, you may have heard that the most recent app launched allows users to post messages and videos to family and friends after you've died. The creators of Swan Song, as it's called, say it's a great way to mark your departure since it can be used to even post your own eulogy. It's an, imagine, an imaginative attempt, albeit a costly one, the app costs about £16, to somehow delay or prolong our presence here in this life. We all want to be remembered well, but life will come to an end. And when it does, we're not going to be judged by our family and friends, but by God. Jesus often uses examples from the world around him to impress upon us the nature of life on earth and the meaning of eternal life. He didn't have all of the complex technologies and realities that make up our lives nowadays. But his simple parables or stories are just as relevant now as they were then. The meaning of the parable of the talents, then, is crystal clear. We are the servant. The talents are the qualities and gifts God has bestowed on us, our intelligence, our ability to love, our power to make others happy, our material goods, and so on. The journey of the Master signifies the duration of our life. His unexpected return signifies our death. The settling of the accounts is our judgment. The banquet is heaven. We are all stewards, and everything we have will one day have to be handed back, and we will have to give an account of our lives. Now, perhaps this is something we'd rather not think about very much, except we profess this every time we pray the creed, that the Lord will come to judge us, that he will come to judge the living and the dead. It's a truism to say that life is short, but as we grow older we realise the brevity of time. And this should help us also make use of this facility we have to wonder at life and to wonder at eternity. And that we have been created immortal, that is, we've been created to live forever. This is why we strive to live every day conscious of the shortness of life and so spend every moment that we have for God. The lazy servant is condemned in the parable because he didn't use the talents, the time he was given. He locked himself inside his own selfish world and didn't see the need to invest his time, his talents, in something beyond himself. Everything we have is a gift from God. But if we cling to those gifts, be it wealth, power, honour or pleasure, then we become like the lazy servant and those things don't increase. In fact, they wither away. When everything we have and are becomes gifts, and they're given away, they become richer. We're all acutely aware, I think, of the need to provide for ourselves and to provide for our future. And this has led to the widespread ethos in our world today of investment, risk and return. And consequently, we've grown into a nation of go-getters, whereas the Christian life is fundamentally a life of go-givers. If we want our children to be successful, 
We think we've got to make them into go-getters. Whereas our task and our goal should be making them into good Christians, making them into go-givers. Let's reflect on that as this festive season starts to kick in over the next few weeks. If we want to possess God, then we have to give because God is gift. The person who truly has the divine life knows how to make life a gift. It's one of the paradoxes. If you give away the divine life, it grows richer. Whereas if we don't, even the little we think we have will be taken away. It sounds harsh, but if you don't cling to the divine life, then you'll lose it. But we spend so much of our time trying to fill ourselves up instead of emptying ourselves out. The one gift that we can't reclaim or replace is time. I've often said before that a sign of our detachment from this world and of our charity towards others is giving other people time. Time because it's the one thing that can't be repaid. It is totally gratuitous. To give time to others is a sign of our detachment from this world. And yet it's the one thing we want to keep for ourselves. We all value our private time, our non-contact time or the me time. That's why we don't pray half as much as we should because it seems like we aren't doing anything profitable with our time. There's nothing to show for it. Yet when we do give this time to God, when we waste time with him, our lives change. Things are transformed and we become greater possessors of the divine life. Yes, time is short and the Lord will come, as St Paul says today, like a thief in the night. And if we're honest, most of us spend most of our time investing in those things which give us the least return. Our time on earth is simply this, learning how to turn everything, all of our gifts and talents, our wealth and honour, the joys and the sufferings, into one investment, without risk, which will make us rich. So let's not be like the lazy servant, and waste time and effort, since by killing time, we put ourselves in danger of killing heaven. We ask Our Lady, Mother of Mercy, and the Gate of Heaven, to continue bringing back the strays and leading us safely home to God. Let us pray. Grant us, we pray, O Lord our God, the constant gladness of being devoted to you, for it is full and lasting happiness to serve with constancy the author of all that is good, through Christ our Lord. Amen.